Put your hands together and welcome your very own Dunstable Town Podcast. Talk of the Town podcast, post-match, uh, Shepherd 2, Dunstable Town 2. Uh, Joe, fair result on reflection? Um, yeah, when you look, Dave, had a really good chance at the death from our own silly header in the box. Um, we've had some really good chances. I thought we, we first minute, <laughs> I preached and was on about it all the time. Like, don't play backwards. Don't invite problems. Don't foot roll the ball. Don't take longer than you need to. It's a tight pitch and... First minute we decide we're going to foot roll, play backwards, put ourselves in trouble. Um, and nothing came of it, really. And then I thought we, we exerted a, a good level of quality, really, in, in moments. I thought some of the quality from the deliveries that we put into the box put them under pressure. The keepers pulled a terrific save off from Ethan's header. And you think, I hope it's not going to be one of those days. And we sort of kept knocking on the door and then... Just through silliness, really, we then don't get out to the ball quick enough, and the lad sort of plays a clever little reverse pass in. And then, to be fair, it's Rory Mills, I think, and then Scotty. They make really, really good, good, good um, tracking runs and make sure we get the blocks in. And then we just—I felt like we're actually in a little bit of control here in the ascendancy. But I said to the bench, uh, maybe, I, maybe I should start doing the lottery or um, start taking a tarot card reading or, or whatever. Because I said we've been here so many times, and that's why Jake Anthony's in the building because Jake Anthony will make life difficult for defenders and that's not an indictment on what we have but we've got to we've got to improve and, and the game's all about constant improving it's, you have to look at everything you have and like I said I don't hide away from it we, we've bought obviously James Lauders and another one that we're bringing in because um, he gives you energy he gives you bite he's got an edge to him Jesse Amu I thought did very well in his debut considering he's been out for two and a half months he, he was uh, good on the ball he, he got himself around he smashed into people he's only going to get better which is good for us um, but it was ill discipline in our shape for the first goal we jump out which was irritating we then don't go with the runner and then it's a cross and I mean it, it, they're saying it's a handball I didn't really see it too well to be honest with you but he then gets booked which I don't understand the rule on that anymore um, and I thought it was a, probably a if it is a handball, it's a penalty. What can you do about it? But I thought we, to be fair, our second one was generous. But it's just—it's probably, if I'm being truthful, it's probably because the first one looked suspect. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, as I said, you know, the biggest—the biggest disadvantage today was sometimes you want advantage to play, and we didn't—we didn't get the advantage at times. There was a quick on the whistle, but I'm not going to sit there and start making things like that, comments like that. And then at one-one, you think, right, come on in, let's go again, let's go again show good character to get back into the game then we got back into it and then just balls into your box and like I said to the lads afterwards forget what goes on between penalty area and penalty area it's, it's, it's a fugazi it's nonsense it's, it's what goes on in both boxes and today the second one the minute we give away the free kick it's a good position it's a great ball in and we lose a runner and you can't do that and it's a good header he heads it back across the far post but then we get the same header and it goes back across the goal so that's, that's and it's very easy sometimes to sit there and over analyse which I've been guilty of in the past we've got loads of games now coming thick and fast and the exciting thing is now we're getting we know what our team's going to be when everybody's back which is good we've got to get the balance right today between getting ball players on the pitch you know players who can find a football but at the moment we get caught a little bit with our decision making is the problem we we procrastinate with the ball it takes that extra touch and then they wonder why I get the ump because then it's so obvious we may as well 
tweeted to him and say, I'm going to pass you the ball. And then they step forward, then they're on counter-attacks, then we give away free kicks, then the goalkeeper, to be fair, quality of his balls into our box was very, very good. And we don't punch headers back well enough because what they do is they've got the, the, the nine up there and the other centre forward, they get themselves in, they're awkward. And I've got to be honest, the full vast majority today, the two centre-halves for us, edited everything. But no one remembers that. They remember the 2-2. Two, two. And in the grand scheme of things... Um, I actually think it might end up being a good point later on in the season because they've had a tough start, Shefford. Um, but like I said, this isn't an easy place to come. We, we know that. We knew that travelling in today. Um, but some of the chances we've missed today and then the two goals we've given away, I mean, a penalty and then a, a set piece and big two bugbears of mine. And like I said, Connor's pulled us out late. I think it's our own lad who heads it straight to him. It's a, it's a wonderful save and we nearly got into a mix-up there. So at the moment, you do need a little bit of luck in football. And at the moment, just with ricochets and times and the ball bubbles, you just go, I can't believe that's just happened. Mm. So like I said, today, that's what we do about it now. We've got to go Wednesday at um, London Lions. We've then got Tring next week. We've then got Olsey. We've then got the Vars. We've got loads of games coming up. And we it's whether we lick our wounds now. Look, for some of them, there's no hiding away from it. They've put themselves bang in trouble. They have. They've put themselves bang in trouble because I'm probably too loyal. Should definitely be a Tesco club card member, without a doubt, um, or a Nectar member at Sainsbury's. I should be. But there comes a point when that loyalty, you've, you've, you've done that. That's gone now. That's how many more times can you stand and, and look at players and go, it may happen, it may happen, it may happen. It might not. And I don't think it's through a lack of trying. I can't, I can't criticise the lads today, but I do say to them, we've got to be more aggressive. We, we do lack that, that spite when we tackle. And if you look, both teams do. I've noticed that at the level this season. I don't know if it's because people are scared to get red cards or, or whatever, but I don't see opposition's physios on enough. I mean, admittedly, we don't see our physio on very often, but I don't really see opposition physios on the pitch. And that doesn't mean you've got to go around topping people, but it means when you tackle, you've got to tackle through the ball. You've got to tackle to make an impact. There's too much of this little flicking and tricking and you know, too, many of our, too many players I see these days, they run around with their laces untied. I mean, it gives me a headache. Um, but we've just got to get that little bit back into us because we have got some game changers. And as much as I'm moaning about our decisions, I'm sure Kane, their manager, would be the first one to say he'll naturally feel aggrieved by the two that they've conceded because forget all the chances we've missed. The goal that we get is because... Their lad's taking too long on the ball, but Tolu's got the desire to go and pick his pocket. Mm -hmm. Gives the ball back and then we score. And then, as I said, I thought the penalty was... Second one in a week <laughs> was generous. Um, but that's because Kayan's got the desire and really what the lad should probably do, it's no me to talk about what other players should do, he should kick the ball out of the stadium, which is what we should have done on several occasions this year. And we haven't. So we've got to get back to that. We've got to lick our wounds I mean it's a point at the end of the day it's not a disaster we are in October but I don't want to be here in December going right well come on in I mean it's four points from two games albeit teams that are struggling but they do find a um, when, when you play against teams that are struggling they do find another level so they are putting themselves about but what we have to do now is we've got to make sure that we go and get six points this week and that's not going to be easy two away games I'm looking forward to getting back to home I've got to be honest I've missed home but um, yeah they're tough games and, and we know we know exactly what we're going to be up against this week yeah, uh, just finishing up, Joe, we mentioned loyalty there. How, how hard is it now to find the balance with a few, fair few new players coming in mm. and then balancing that with what we've got? You've always said, like, we don't want to make wholesale changes for the mm. sake of it, but you said loyalty might have been a little downfall. How hard is that now going into Wednesday and Saturday, trying to get that balance right? We're bringing in the new guys, but obviously balancing out what we've already got. I think it goes back to, back to my core values. and I, I, I'm not going to apologise for being loyal because I think 
you ne- we needed that level of stability when we took took the job because I've been baffled by how many players I've spoken to over the last few years. Oh, I was at Dunstable for a bit, and you think, oh god, here we go again, <laughs> and you know. So to get the balance right is massive, um, but there's a there's a real fine line between nostalgia, fairy tales, and reality. Now they got their stats this week, and uh, believe it or not, I was actually up at, up at one o'clock in the morning doing them. Does it just surprise me? No, but it's <laughs> the patterns all over the shop at the moment, and it's not saying oh, I'm a workaholic, but it tells you that it was probably the best five or six hours I'd spent because you went through every single stat, and sometimes stats are sometimes you can manufacture stats to say what you want to say, but sometimes you've got to look at statistical data compared to last year and go right when he's on the pitch, do we have a better success chance of winning? So you can't ignore those statistics. I know it's step five, and people jump on this soapbox and they get carried away, but you have to look at that. So what we have to look now is when we, and I'll speak to the two lads at the moment, you've just got to get that balance right between our decision-making. There's certain players here that absolutely are doing well, without a doubt. We've got Danny Webb coming back who's not been fit. We have had injuries, so that does play a part in the game. And it is difficult because they are trying hard. But I think there is an air of panic. Now, maybe that comes from us because we are intense. But you should panic. You should want to do well. You know, what am I going to do? Stand and applaud people for playing square and us getting robbed. If it's against your ethos. So what I have to work out now is go, are these players doing it because they can't do it? So that maybe they're not as good as I thought. Or is it because they've got a little bit carried away in their own little bubbles? And I'm not just talking about kids here. I'm talking about senior players. And we have to make those decisions. So we've got to get the balance right because everything's balance, isn't it? Everything's balance. But in order to get a level of balance, you've got to keep everybody fit every week. And that ain't easy because at the moment, every time you pick a team, someone you know gets an injury or someone gets suspended or someone's unavailable. So you do feel like you're, um, you're battling the tides a little bit. The pleasing thing is players now are starting to rear their heads in terms of players that were on our shortlist in the summer. Um, obviously, Jake's a huge addition. We've got Jesse Amuin, who's, who's again going to be a good addition for us. You've got to get the balance right, though. You can't have too many Jesse Amus and you can't have too many Jake Antonis. You need to get good players around them. I thought Sellers West in the second half just kept finding those pockets. We've got to get him on the ball. But likewise, when you get on the ball, you've got to deliver. You've got to do that. We've got to remember, you know, he's been out for a period of time. So we will get better. We've just got to get back to doing what we do. And like I said, I've, it's very easy to come away and go, oh, it's 2-2. Two, two. We've got no divine right to win any games of football. We've got no divine right. It's, it could easily today, our lads have shown character because it could easily a 2-1. We could have all lost the plot, but we hit back straight away. And that's not easy. Mm. It's not easy. So in answer to, you know, the short answer to your question is there, there will be changes on Wednesday, without a doubt. Systems... I mean, I'll bore you to tears with systems. I've looked at every conceivable shape. Football ain't that difficult. You pick your best players and you find a shape for them. Yeah. You don't put square pegs round holes. At times we've had to this year because, unfortunately, you've got either too many midfield players, not enough defenders, or too many defenders, not enough midfielders, or loads, loads of midfield players, no strikers. You've got to get your best players in your best positions. You've got to get your Tolus into your best position. You've got to get Ethan into his best position. You've got to get Joe Sellers West into his best position. You've got to get Alfie into what I think his best position is. You've got to go, you know, that's not, that's not, that, that's just an example of just a few of them. You've got to get those players into their best position. Dylan Baker's been consistent throughout the process. Been very, very good. So we need to look down. As I said, I'm, I'm in quite a, uh, quite a clear, clear, clear mind, really, because I'll go back tonight, I'll analyse, because I think it's important to make decisions tonight, because I like to plan early. And also, you like to do it when it's raw, because tomorrow, when you wake up sometimes, you make decisions and you go, well, I really like him as a person. He's got a lovely family and... I don't want to let him down and what I can't be like that anymore. I do feel like their dads, all of them, 
it's not a player in this group I don't love. I think they're all fantastic people. I think the club's fantastic. Fair credit to the supporters today. They stay behind, they clap the lads off. Fair play to them. But I think what they are seeing is that at the moment, it's just moments in the games. We've just got to be utterly ruthless in the final third and just shut the back door better and our off. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say it, and I'll say it again, and mark my words on this, somebody's going to get an absolute blasting from us in the next few weeks. Because we are, we just, the problem with us at the moment is we're not getting in the lead. So then it puts pressure on you to come from behind because the first goal at this level is always important. So I think we've got to make sure that we get the first goal a little bit more often. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm relatively, relatively okay because yeah. I know, I know what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, conversations now with two, seven days are gone. So that might be able to get two in. We might not. There's enough in that group to be fine. But we just, at the moment, it's just luck doesn't go for you sometimes. And, uh, yeah, so I'll go home, take the dog for a walk, speak to Carl probably the whole way home, Anthony the whole way home, um, which make some decisions, mate. But yeah. uh, life, life's a lot worse, you know. There are people in crisis out there, and I must remember that. Yeah. Um, look, we're still well in the mix. We're still well in where we need to be. Four points from two games gets you in and around where we need to be. So it's Operation Reset. Undefeated since we've been reset, and that's what three without a loss now, which is credit to the players because we came off the back of a horror at Harpenden. Um, and I watched that one back a little while ago. I couldn't believe that ended up 4 0, but yeah, maybe I'll forget about that yeah, one. Exactly, day. <laughs> exactly. Well, Joe, it's a, it's a million times better than when we stood here this yeah. time last season. Thank I was heavens. scared for my life when I interviewed here last season, but well done, Joe. I'll catch you on Wednesday over at London Lions, mate. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back with our podcast later next week. Till then, everybody, up them mighty blues. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to today's Talk of the Town podcast. Make sure you go and check us out on all social media. You can find us on Twitter at DTFCpod. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search Talk of the Town podcast.